All right, what's going on, everybody? You're tuned into another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Leezy the Gifted, where we do a brand new episode every day, giving tips and tricks to artists, producers, managers, and just documenting my journey. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. It's every day, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard. So I got a really special guest. I love getting guests like this who are a little outside of the music realm because uh, it gives everybody a different perspective. So uh, we've got my man, Justin, Justin Davis in the building. What's, What's going, going on? on? Yeah. What's going on, man? I'm Justin. I'm a, a creative director for a couple brands and I'm an entrepreneur and also a personal trainer. So I have multiple titles. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here, man. That's dope. Yeah. I mean, so the way we linked was I saw you on TikTok on my For You page. Yeah. You had a dope visual. It was, it, it was, I mean, it was it was you, it was some B-roll, and it was like, mm-hmm. you were talking that motivation talk that I like, yeah. you know, that big talk yeah. that I'm into, and I was like, oh, I fuck with this dude, and the visuals were crazy, so I went on your IG, we, we linked up just like that, you know what I mean? That yeah. was it. Yep. How did Definitely. you, uh, talk about how you got into, like, I mean, how did you get into the whole, like, um, creative space with the videography that you do? Uh, so it, it definitely started from um, just transitioning over from sports into fitness. Um, I was, I always played sports. I've been playing sports since I was three. Okay. And um, when I started creating training videos, like in high school of just like me behind the scenes of what I did when I was off the field, um, it kind of turned into me powerlifting. Um, I started to powerlift and I always wanted to show my journey. So I started posting videos on YouTube and stuff like that. And um, it just led into me wanting to make the videos. So I started my content, basically started uh, trying to figure out ways to edit way better and and um, just making my content look better than everybody else's. And I was also a big follower. Well, I am also a big follower of Gary V. So he's big on content. So I'm always about the content. So I just, that's basically where it started. And then it kind of led into people asking me to do videos for them. And then it just trickled over into travel and just me record my life and document, document my life. That's fantastic. Great. So, I mean, I'm obviously a big Gary V guy too. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you grew up playing sports. What sports did you play? I uh, played from about three. Uh, well, my first sport that I played was basketball. They had a little tiny uh, tykes type of um, basketball league. I started playing basketball nice. at three, and then I started playing football at five, and then I started playing baseball at ten. Ten. I started. I really started back when I was like seven, but I I didn't play for a while, and then I started back up when I was like ten or eleven. Very cool. And then I played baseball from 10 to 10 to 11, all the way up to the end of high school. Great. Yeah. I mean, so I'm the only sport I played in high school was basketball and I played basketball my whole life and I coach basketball. I coach kid, uh, youth basketball now. Um, and I do training too. I do yeah. youth basketball training. So we, we are cut from very similar cloths in that we both were sport into sports. <laughs> we obviously both like Gary V we do the content thing. I mean, yeah, so, how is what so it kind of sounded like you got started with um the whole videography thing while you were playing sports what happened when you finished high school where where did you go from there um so 
what had this is a crazy story i gotta put this in there um so about um my senior year i don't know i think it was my junior year my junior year um summer spring Mm -hmm. i started getting i started going to camps for baseball started going to camps because i wanted to get an offer and play sports in college and um i went to this one camp i did very well for i think for myself at least and um, one of the coaches, I hit one ball, and one of the coaches came up to me and wanted to me to come to their field, I mean, come to their camp, basically. So I, I went to their camp. They ended up offering me, and um, I verbally committed. And then as time went on, I kind of realized that I didn't really want to play sports in high school. kind of wanted to focus on creating and uh, being a trainer. That's how I wanted to stay connected to sports instead of just playing so I ended up decommitting and um about I think about six months later uh they end up canceling the entire program oh wow whoa really yeah yeah they end up canceling canceling the entire program the entire baseball program was uh finished and they still don't have it to this day and that it's crazy because that season they end up putting somebody in the, uh, in a draft. So I'm not sure why they ended up canceling it and things like that. But basically after high school, since that, that stopped happening, I went to college for a year and, um, I ended up dropping out. It just wasn't for me. And, um, I started my journey onto creating and one day opening a gym and, and creating for a brand and just being up, overall creative director that's Mm. basically just my process of out of high school very cool and how old are you now just so we all get a sense of that uh 19 you're 19 years old oh my god bro what (laughs) here we go again like this always happens to me i I, i'll be getting people who i always expect are older than they are and then like so i'm 27 and um wow dude fuck yeah good for you bro for just putting yourself out there I, i i talked to a uh one of the fa- my favorite people to talk about, uh, he is a 16 year old who already grew his Instagram to almost 15 K from music producing. Mm. And his Instagram was like infographics. Uh, so it wasn't his yeah. face for a while. So I didn't know. I just saw this account growing and I'm expecting it's this older cat. And I, and I get him on the phone and I do a zoom like this and I'm like, man, this dude looks really young. And I'm just, like, <laughs> yeah, man, like how old are you again? And he's talking about going to school. So I thought maybe he's at community college or something. He's like, oh, I'm 15. I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's connected with all of these music producers. And so I love hearing that, uh, you know, because I'm like, like I'm 27. Right. And I still feel like I'm just getting started. And I started doing the music thing when I was like 17. Yeah. And, uh, it's hard. I'm really trying not to live with any regret, but I look at all these things that happened when I was younger and I was like, Oh, I wish I had done this and this and this better. Or I wish I had done this and that with my money or whatever it was. So whenever I hear, if I'm talking to somebody who's around the age that I got started, I always get so excited because I'm like, wow, you're in just such an interesting position. When I got started, you know, I was 17. Instagram was just pop. I mean, maybe I was a little into the party, but it had about, I think when I was starting, maybe Instagram had 300 or 400 million users and it was not bought by Facebook when I started. So Instagram yeah. wasn't a thing that everyone had. It was like a few yeah. people. Um, and Facebook ads wasn't even a thing. Snapchat was not mm. invented. 
at all. When Ooh. I when I started, there was no Snapchat. It was not conceived even. I don't think. Yeah, that was a while back. Yeah, Definitely. ten years. It was ten OG. years ago. Yeah, you're yeah, Instagram right. OG. That's what's so funny is like <laughs> it's so like not, but it is because in our world yeah. everything moves so fucking fast. Yeah, but yeah. So so talk about. I mean, because like I found you on TikTok. You're obviously on that. That's like a brand new platform, and there's it's cool because. I almost feel like TikTok is TikTok is kind of like the Bitcoin of the social media world. You know, it's not owned by any of yeah. the bigger players. It's not owned by Google or Facebook or Amazon, but, mm-hmm. and it's volatile, right? Because people say, Oh, it's going to get banned in this country. It's banned in some countries and all these yeah. things are happening, but to just in general, kind of talk about where, what, what's your whole thing with social media? You like Gary Vee. So obviously mm-hmm. you have an interest in it. You create social media content. What's your take on social media? Where do you see yourself fitting into social media? Like, what do you do on that? Um, I think mine is just documenting, uh, just documenting my life. I think um, it's the modern day, um, it's the modern day uh, camcorder, basically, yeah. to me. Uh, like, families have, um, back then, they recorded on the camcorder and they and they documented their kids' lives coming up on a on a camcorder. And I think now social media is is just that camcorder. I think a lot of people um, that's where they refer back to. It's those it's those photo books. It's the memories. It's things like that. And and that's just kind of why that's kind of the way that I look at social media. Just just being a way to document my life and show people. Um, not, I mean, not only for myself in the future to get being able to look back and being like, oh, this, this, what I was doing at this time, but to look back and um, also show people my life and grow and show people the journeys that I go through, so they can themselves learn from what I did and and prosper from those things. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, I'm the same way. Like, yeah, that's definitely a big Gary V thing. Document, right? Yeah documenting your journey well but your content like and i hope i really hope everyone listening to this goes and checks you out on instagram which i'll link below you'll say it at the end but yeah because your instagram content you're you're next level like the stuff the, the videography you're like a professional up there next level videographer so i like to just check out your stuff like i just watched the the I little the water it. oh yeah no doubt I, I just watched the uh those different versions of the water commercial the water bottle and the different versions of it. Uh, and, I, and I loved your caption. You were just saying like, hey, just wanted to show. It's really cool because you had said in the caption, hey, I uh, just wanted to show you guys stuff that I'm capable of doing. Yeah. It literally made me think because I'm starting this new clothing brand. And it mm-hmm. made me think I should hire you to fucking make videos where I just send you shit. And then I got to thinking like, wow, that's a business. Because you, you're in North Carolina, right? I'm in California. Yeah. So I yeah. can't, we, we, it'd be harder to meet up, but. Yes, yeah, so like for example, right there, just because you put it out there, and it, and it's like I think people get really wrapped up in like I need a mass amount, which you do. You need a lot of people. You got to have yeah. critical mass of of followers, but but it's also about that one person at a time. Because like you connecting with me, you never know who I, if I I'd be like, hey, like there's this other guy who might need work. I might pay you for work. Uh, mm-hmm. We never know. We'll have to talk about it. But the point of what I love about what you do is you put it out. You're just like, hey, I'm gonna put it out. I'm a document, and do my yeah. thing, which is great. What yeah. did you ever have like hangups on that, or was there ever an issue with you starting social media, or was it just like, no, nah, I'm just gonna go? Uh, it was just, it was just go for me. I think, and this is one thing that I want to touch on real fast is, um, I'm just a go go guy. 
<laughs> I, I ready. I'm ready to go. If you give me the word, if you if you tell me something I need to do, or if you if you feel like something is great for me and you tell me, and I agree, I'm I'm gonna get to it as fast as I can because. I'm not one of those guys that wait for the perfect timing. I'm not one of those guys that that um just like to to wait. I, I'm I'm ready to go immediately. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm just ready to uh make action. And right. that was that's how social media started for me. Um it was one thing like one thing led to another. I was on Instagram posting. And I seen Gary V talking about YouTube was a great platform to post on. So I went straight to YouTube the next day. It's like, that's how I like to work. I like to work super fast and go. I like that a lot. You're an action taker. You're just like, I yeah. do it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so does that, come from, work. does that come from sports or what do, you, what do you think that comes from? Uh, Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm I'm sure some of it, I'm not, speci- I'm not sure what specific parts of it but i'm i'm sure it definitely comes from sports just you make a mistake or your coach gives you uh some constructive criticism you want to make the change immediately so you can get back on the field and be better i think that's i think that's honestly where exactly where it comes from yeah i asked that because you know like i grew up playing sports too and i and i feel like we both have that attitude and I, I've recognized a while ago, I was like, yeah, it's definitely because I grew up. Yeah. And it's the same, what you just said, that environment of like, from the basketball standpoint, like if you want to get better, you know, you got to go outside of your own team's practice and outside of games and shoot the ball by yourself mm-hmm. or with a partner and shoot it thousands of times. There's no, yep. there's no, what is there to think about? I mean, yeah, you maybe want to yeah. write your workouts down and, but at the end of the day, it's like, just go shoot though, you know, just go Definitely. lift, whatever it is. And I, I really feel like we're both so blessed that we had that because I know people who grew up not playing sports or maybe they played sports, but eh, they weren't that, I mean, I can tell you're passionate about sports. Obviously you're still training, but you got the attitude. Um, do you ever, do you ever feel like, um, you know, do you ever feel like, like, what are some challenges that you go through now as an entrepreneur trying to make your way? Um, my biggest struggles are, are definitely, um, putting, um, my eggs in too many baskets. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I get so, I get so involved in in too many things and it'll kind of drive me crazy. But at the same time, that that's something that I want. Mm. It's just, I guess my struggle is managing those things properly and not missing, not missing one single thing. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. Um, Just, just uh, being optimistic sometimes. I think uh, for the most part, I'm very, for the most part, I'm very optimistic, but I would call myself an extremist, kind of a perfectionist. Okay. So if, if I'm not optimistic about one, if I'm not optimistic about every single thing, then I feel like I'm not optimistic at all. Mm. So I had to make sure like that I'm being optimistic about any bad thing, good thing, anything. You know mm. what I'm saying? So yeah, those are my two biggest struggles for sure. Interesting. Okay, cool. So the first one. 
I mean, you have no idea how much I resonate with that. Like that, <laughs> that was totally, and I think everybody who has any kind of entrepreneurial spirit, I think we all go through that. Um, yeah. And that's great that you're, that you, that you're open about that. And I know that yeah. that's honestly one of my regrets in a way, but in another way, I look back at the stuff I did. So I graduated college. I was, um, in 2017 and mm-hmm. so I kind of feel like the past three years has been the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. Like I started doing music when I was 17, but I was yeah. in school and all I had to do was just like focus on school. I was a fucking horrible student. So focus is a very loose word, but like I had to go to class, do school um, and then do music. Like I didn't think about entrepreneurial stuff that much. And when I graduated, it was like, okay, I can finally chase. I had so much more time. So I started doing a lot of different things. I went into... I had a social media agency. I did like some affiliate marketing. I did drop shipping on Shopify. Mm. I got caught up in those, uh, in those clickbaity headlines on YouTube. So I got into that a little bit. Um, yeah. and a lot of different things. And uh, I, then, I, then I was like, all right, let me just produce music. Because I'm really an mm. artist who yeah. produces his own music. But then I was like, let me build a business as a producer. Because that seems like yeah. it is easier to understand making money. And I'm all about getting money. Definitely. But I just, I, I, I started building that and it's just every year it was like, I started my entrepreneurial journey and it was very like eggs all over the place. And then mm-hmm. it was slowly but surely honing in more and more and more until now I'm at this place in 2021 where I said, I know just from my own experience, not from reading headlines or listening to people, I'm saying from my own of doing it, I know that focusing on, you know, one thing and it's got to be your thing though so you can make mm-hmm. your own one thing so people will say i used to say you know if you're a rapper be a rapper if yeah. you're a producer be a producer i don't agree because i'm not one of those i'm both so what is my one thing my one thing is putting out music but i do it with these different tools so the biggest thing but but i i'm so grateful i went off on all of those different life tangents because i learned digital marketing that way mm-hmm. because i i was like i experienced Cause now like with my clothing brand, I'm considering using drop shipping as yeah. a form. And I know affiliate marketing is a thing. I can implement that. There's all these things. So it, Definitely. Was, a good, yeah, it was a good and a bad. Um, but you know, I say eventually you want to find that one thing. Eventually that's kind of like, okay, I know this is the yeah. one thing that's always been there the whole time. Uh, and then, uh, optimism thing. That's, that's really interesting too, because I think we all struggle. I struggle with that because I mean, for me, you tell me what you think, but for me, it's always like, oh, like I know what I want, right? I know what I'm capable of. And it almost feels like for me, every day I'm not there, I'm mad, yeah. I'm frustrated. Do you feel yeah. like that too? Or I would say it's it's around that same thing. I wouldn't say so much of mad or frustrated, but it's definitely like, oh, I could do better. You know what I'm saying? I had a coach uh, one time that that would always say, man, if if you can't go home, and look in the mirror and say, I gave everything I got today and really look at yourself and know for sure that you gave everything you got, then you aren't going hard enough. You know what I'm saying? Right. If, if, if you look in that mirror and it, and you're like, Oh, I did everything I could do today. And you really believe that, like know that feeling deep down inside saying that, yeah, I believe that then you went as hard as you could today. And some days, when I don't go as hard as I, as I could have, it'll, I'll be like, ah, I can do better. You know what I'm saying? And 
I just try to plan out for the next day to figure out how can I do better. I think it's definitely, that's definitely, I try not to, that's one thing I try not to do is just get uh, um, so frustrated because at the same time, you never know where you're going to go. So I could go in that one moment that I'm frustrated or mad. And that was the last thing that, that happened to me. Or I could be meeting a person at the same time that I'm frustrated and they get a perception of me that I'm a mean or um, very short tempered person. And that's not who I am. So, you know, I try to make every moment exactly um, like who I am. And that's just a good, happy, op- optimistic person. Right. <clears throat> that That can be tough. So how do you, how do you focus on just winning the day? Um, just doing everything that, that I, I feel like I should get done that day and not being too hard on myself because mm-hmm. I am just being an extremist. I am, but not being too hard on myself because one, when you, when you wake up in the morning, you've already won. And that's simple. Right. You woke up today, so you won. And it's not, there's no thing during that day that's, that's going to be better than that. Right. Because if you didn't do that one thing, if that one thing didn't happen, nothing, nothing you accomplished during that day would have been even comparable to that. It, it wouldn't even happen. You know what I'm saying? Because you wouldn't have been, you wouldn't have had the breath or the brain or the heart that's moving to do those things. So. Mm. Yeah, that's a really, you know, that's, that's cool that you even say that because that that's, if you have that attitude, you're going to lead with gratitude so much. If you really, definitely, if you feel that way, definitely. Um, How do you get through? How do you, how do you, uh, I mean, something that's been tough for me even is consistency, you know, Mm -hmm. staying consistent. I do it and I'm good at it, but it's really hard. It's really hard to stay consistent because when you're happy, right? You're content. Mm. You get late. I get lazy, but yeah. when I'm when I'm really low, I'm not mm. motivated. And it's it's the thing that I did in 2020 was make the effort to be neutral and just do the things that would it would take for me to be emotionally neutral, you know, kind of be that person who when mm-hmm. when the when the clock is winding down and we need to make a shot. You know, I'm going to focus and make that shot without getting nervous. And if I make that shot stone cold, like trying to, trying to, trying to get to that point and have that attitude, uh, I don't get too high or too low. And I almost feel like I enjoy life more that way, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And that's, I think that's a great way to look at it, honestly, because sometimes you can get too high and it'll, it'll, life will humble you. And that's one thing, uh, not specifically sports, but specifically baseball, um, taught me is no matter how much you fail, if you do the things that you need to do, you can still be considered great. You're still one of the best at the game. You can fail seven times out of 10 and still be considered a great player. And I failed a lot in baseball over and over and over and over and over again. And it kind of showed me that no matter whether you fail, no matter whether you hit that home run or you strike out, you still got the opportunity to do so. And you got to be grateful for that 
at yeah. that moment. And that's why I'm always, I, that's why me specifically, I'm always trying to keep it on the higher end more than above neutral. You know what I'm saying? Because I still want to show the people around me the emotion that I have for the things that I'm doing. Right. Because at the end of the day, that's their perception of, of me. Mm-hmm. Right. That's real. So, yeah. so, so your content, I can say, right. This is, this is cool. Cause your content centered a lot around, um, <clears throat> it's got the same feeling of the brand that I have, which is like that mm-hmm. very motivational, have a good attitude, but in a strong way, not like a foo-foo sunshiny way, mm-hmm. you know, which I like. Yeah. Um, can you talk about what you think it really takes to have a positive attitude? I mean, cause there's a lot of dialogue around, especially with COVID and the lockdown it's mental health is a big conversation nowadays. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it's just a big conversation. Um, mm-hmm. and I think there's, you know, a lot of different ways and I've really got more perspective on, like, I used to just think like, you know, you got to just go hard. That's the key to happiness. But I also now started to have, um, some empathy for other people's perspectives. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm even, you know, I know what it takes for me to be happy. And I think that's what matters, but I'm wondering from your perspective, in terms of you being a content creator, because mm-hmm. you're somebody who wants to put out content, which means you have some kind of desire to influence other people. What, what is the message you want to get to people in terms of how to achieve like happiness? Um, this is, this is, um, I'll start from the beginning. Um, it started in college. When I got to college, um, I got away from my house, not saying my house was bad cause it was great. It was great. I had all the opportunities in the world that I wanted. Um, but when I got away, it was, it was me. It was nothing else that could bring me happiness, you know? And, um, I had to figure it out for myself. What made me happy. Um, and the thing that really produced that was just loving every moment, to be honest. And, um, figuring out for myself what, I loved and why I loved myself and what made me unique and what made me happy. I think a lot of people, uh, it's, it's a lot of people in a lot of different categories in this, in this situation, but it's a lot of people that focus on others happiness before their happiness. It's a lot of people that, um, that don't focus on either. They don't really care. Um, and, it no matter which category you're in it always starts with you and and you won't be happy until you figure out what makes you happy and you can't definitely can't make other people happy until you figure out what makes you happy um and just being in a positive um mindset just in a on a daily basis is discipline to me um because I, I see myself getting down. I'll be like, all right, let's get up. Let's do stretches or let's let's drink some water or let's do what we got to do to get out of this little rut. Because, hmm. you know, that, that time, that life clock is ticking constantly. And you never know when you're going to go. Like, I could be mad all day and this would be my last day. And everybody see me mad and genuinely upset for the, for the last little bit 
moment, I mean, the last moments of my life. So I think it's just figuring out what way you want to live. I mean, do you want to be sad and, and, um, and this, this kind of a little tough, but this is a little tough on everybody just by me saying this, it's, it's kind of like that, that sports mindset. Like, do you want to be a good player? You got to train. Uh, do you want to be happy? You got to kind of fix that mindset. You got to d- remove those negative things and focus on the positive things. Mm-hmm. And that's just what I do. Like no, no matter, no matter what situation it is, I could be about to get an opportunity and then I lose it and be like, that opportunity wasn't for me because of these things. It bettered me. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I think. Mm-hmm. That's big stuff right there, man. That's, like big talk. <laughs> yeah. That's the big talk that we like here, man. I love all that. <laughs> yeah. You got me even thinking different. Like I don't really, I never think about it. Like, <clears throat> Oh, what if today was my last day? I'd never think of that ever, ever, yeah. ever, ever. And I think I take life for granted. And um, I appreciate you putting that on me because I never, I'm going to think about that a lot more and just be, because I, I, I feel like, you know, my biggest thing is I'm just way too hard on myself and it's mm-hmm. good and bad because I always just want to keep going. But yeah, like that's just that, that's the thing that holds me back. And I realize when I do that, I'm so like not projecting who I truly am to other people. And then it's the same thing you just said, other people, that's their last impression right. they'll get of, they'll get of me. Right. And, uh, that's mm-hmm. tough, bro. I think for me, bro, like what I've been doing, you tell me what you think of this, where you're at. So like, yeah, last year, like I was, I was, um, you know, building a business as a music producer. Okay. Online. Mm-hmm. And I was coaching artists as well. That was another income stream and it was cool, bro. I was starting to, I was starting to do it. I was like, wow, I'm doing it. I'm starting to grow a business. I wasn't getting rich, but I was like, I'm starting to do what I said I wanted to do. Uh, yeah. but then I had to pivot because I was like, you know what, this isn't who I want to serve and it's not how I want to serve people. I don't enjoy this. I gotta, I gotta go back to what it what is me, which is, which is music. And so I got into it still was yeah. putting out a lot of social media content. And, uh, just like a few days ago, man, I literally was like, I don't want to do any of this social media stuff the way I'm doing it. I want to lock in the studio. Mm-hmm. That's like what makes me happy. And so it's all to me about setting up like for me it's about setting up what will make me happy but also be productive that's good that could be something you know it's not just making music it's putting music out it's marketing it right it's coming up with revenue streams it's not just you know what i mean and uh so i'm just locked yeah. in the studio and my my list like i have a power list that's what i use to put my my tasks and i use a power list and my power list now every day i look at it i'm like hyped i'm like yes i'm gonna yeah. do this. instead of fuck bro i gotta be on i gotta be on the device like this for an hour because i'm doing some shit on tiktok i don't want to fucking do that shit and yeah. like, i don't even care i don't feel like it's gonna help me grow the way i want to grow anyway mm-hmm. so where are you at in terms of tasks and just like because you said you have a lot of stuff going on right what is mm-hmm. it where, where are you at with your tasks what you do what you get the most fulfillment out of but also what's moving the needle forward for you um uh, one, it starts at the beginning, which is um, getting the opportunity to do those things. Um, one of my friends, Cody, um, from from college, he he sent me a, a quote that says, and this involves the gym, is you don't have to go to the gym today. You get to go to the gym today. 
Right. So you get the opportunity to do these things today. And that's what that's what motivates me. And and just by getting things done, like this right here on my board is this podcast interview. That's my that's written down podcast. Oh, uh, that's sick. One. I couldn't I read put, it. There, though. That's I dope. put everything on the board and I just knock them off one by one. And some days the list is long. Some days the list is short. <laughs> and you just got to. And I love getting them done. It's like it's my um, just like find their their way of getting things done a different way like i love knocking things off my my list i love knocking them down off my list and it's a challenge every single day i'm waking up for a reason um and i think that's how i just get things done i'm here for a reason i'm ready to do those things yeah yeah i love i love knocking things off my i mean that it's like what you had said kind of toward the beginning of the of us talking was like was that like you know did you go to bed and feel like you got fully accomplished with everything yeah. you do right that that's 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 really what it comes down to in terms of i feel like for happiness you know mm-hmm. that's that's the biggest thing uh yeah that's that big thing so how do you uh like how do you link everything together do you, do you feel like that's a struggle for you like all these different things you're doing, how do you link them together? Or do you just kind of feel like, nah, I'm doing everything for its own reason. I got to do it. You know what I mean? Um, first of all, I want to say you asked the perfect questions. <laughs> <laughs> like, I appreciate are, you, bro. I really do. I appreciate the, that. These are the things like I want people to know. For uh-huh. sure, and you're asking the perfect questions. Man, I, I appreciate, appreciate that, bro. Man, I got it. Um, I got. I did so many damn episodes, bro. If I wasn't yeah. good at it, it'd be a problem. So I got it. <laughs> Definitely, right. you're getting better that that progression. Um, yeah. but I think um, it all starts from creating, just in general. I no matter what lane I go into, no matter what um. I end up doing as my biggest thing that everybody knows me for. Um, I'm always going to be a creator. And that's why I just label myself as my, my number one title being just a creative director, no matter where I go, no matter what I do um, and, and what field I am in, I'm going to create something that's Justin. I'm going to create something that's, that's me in that in that field so i think it all centers from just wanting to be the best creator yeah that's why i think it all comes from definitely being an entrepreneur definitely being a trainer creating my own style of training um obviously with videos and things like that being my being a um creator and and just yeah just creating that's that's the that's the number one thing for sure yeah well So that that's cool that you say that um, saying that you just want to basically just do you, which mm-hmm. is great because I I've started to see, um, I kind of have, how do I say this? Like a hy- hypothesis, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that, how do I say this? My hypothesis is that it's, it's not a hypothesis. It's just like a question. What's more important. Is it the brand? Is it the product? 
Is it both? You know, and what, what is it that you're trying to accomplish, right? As a producer, as a music producer, it's, I felt like I was too uh, product focused and, mm-hmm. and I felt like with, I was in a community of producers, everybody's, everybody I was with talented, great producers. And even the producers who built connections with their audience I mean, it's almost like there's going to be those people who they just want you for your product. They, you know, it's sometimes like that. And mm-hmm. that's, that was one of the reasons I got out of producing was because I just felt, you know what, I, I wasn't creating a relationship with who I wanted to create it with. And they didn't really care about me either. They just yeah. want some free beats. And, yeah. uh, and I look at myself now creating this brand as an artist which is much more of a personal brand Mm -hmm. and i thought you know what there's not one person who's gonna buy stuff from me who doesn't like me it's not gonna happen it can't yeah because it's like you're not even gonna because i'm thinking about my my customer journey right how i'm gonna implement advertising it's like Mm -hmm. you aren't even gonna be able to get the chance to see what i'm offering you if you didn't like me at all and i'm like damn, that's strong. Cause obviously then I got to deliver a great product. If I deliver a shit product, I'm screwed. But yeah, I almost thought maybe the brand and I want, and I'm working this year to prove that to myself that the personal brand is more important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that'll give a lot of people hope and strength to do what they want to do. And I mm-hmm. feel like with what you said, it reminds me that that's, it sounds like that's what you're doing. Cause you, I mean, you don't have a product right now, right? You're just, it's services Mm-hmm. but it's just creating like, is that is that yeah is that accurate yeah so what do you think of yeah that? i think me the the personal brand of of justin and d son um is just is a service it's the service of being a creator right. um and you come to me and, and want me to create something or do something creative for you i think that's the personal brand of myself right um but i do have a brand that I've that I've um had for about three years now. This is kind of a sports and a oh, this is secrety, but a streetwear streetwear mix. But okay. We we're dropping. We're coming introducing um streetwear this this um this year, and that's that's more the product the product world of it. Um, but I think that to your question of which one should people focus on, in my opinion, I mm-hmm. definitely think that people should focus more on brand. Right. Um, I mean, Red Bull is a great, is a great, uh, a very great example of focusing on brand. Right. I, I love to watch Red Bull content, but I don't, I don't necessarily like to drink Red Bull. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, totally. I agree with that too with them. I, I love to watch their content. I would go to their events before I bought a Red Bull drink. Oh, that's funny. Just because they, just because it look their their content is stuff that I like to do. Right. And it's not so much about the the can. It's it's more about the the emotion, the feeling, the things that's gonna live with you until you can't breathe anymore. That drink will be in and out of you in less than two to three days. Right. You know what I'm saying? Totally. And. I think that the the brand is is the most important. I think I I wouldn't ask you this specifically because it could be different for you and no, you can and ask me. whatever. Um, but 
I like to ask people what and and use music because that's one thing that's universal is like what did what did you focus on? Did you would you rather get the I, I think the question is more of would you rather love your favorite artist's music or meet your favorite artist? Which one which one is more important to you? You know what I'm saying? And I mm. think for every every artist that I know, I would rather meet them than you know I mean, my I'm favorite saying? my favorite artist is Kevin Gates, and that's one of mine too. Oh, really, <laughs> dude? You Definitely. and I, <laughs> I fucking got to meet him yeah. because I paid for Definitely. I paid the extra money for a meet and greet, and I got to meet him and yeah. dap him up and give him a hug yeah. and shit. And me and my couple of my friends talked to him, and I was like, "Fuck!" I mean, he was lit, but not he wasn't he wasn't as I don't even remember what year was this shit. Like twenty eighteen, I want to say it was. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like a – maybe it was 2017. Yeah. yeah. He hadn't gone platinum or any of that, and he wasn't yeah. mainstream, but he had put out um, his uh, his album By Any Means. That was – he was yeah. on his By Any Means tour, which he was, he was getting big, but it was 30 bucks for the ticket and then $30 extra for a meet and greet. So 60 bucks total. It's not that expensive at all. I went to another concert of his more recently, like a year ago. It was like 70 bucks for a ticket. You know Yo, I mean? you it was you the OG of hopping on trends before they get hot. Well, he's the only trend. No, don't get it to his eyes. Fucking late. I don't pay attention to shit. But Kevin Gates is my one thing where I'm like, no, I've been on I'm been on that for a long time. He's the only one. But it's just what you said. Meeting him yeah. was so incredible. And the way I got onto him was a side video on YouTube. It said Kevin Gates and Sway in the morning. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's the dude who was on the Pusha T song. Yeah. Uh, and I loved his verse. The interview was so dope. Listening to him talk, and I go, I gotta go. And at the end, the way he pitched his music was so lit. He goes, Yeah, yeah, I got this album by any means. You go check it out if you want it. If you don't, I don't give a fuck. And I was yeah. like, That's so tight. Yeah. I went and checked him out, and I was like, Within three songs of By Any Means, I was like, Is this my new favorite artist? And it was, yeah. by the end of the album, I was like, This is my favorite artist. But it was because and of these interviews. Yeah. Definitely. And that's one thing that connected me to him as well. Mm -hmm. I think like, I think the, I think with all my favorite artists and, and people that I look up to, I would rather be friends with them. I would rather be close with them and be friends with them than listen or watch whatever they do. Right. Like I could, I could honestly, I don't want to discredit anybody art, but I can honestly care less about what they do. If I could meet them, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Right, right, like, right. Well, if I could do a, and it's also if I could, oh go ahead, go ahead. Oh, if I could do a meet and greet with uh with Travis Scott, mm. or go to his concert, I would rather do the meet and greet. Right, you know what I'm saying? It's it's more important because that thing is gonna live with me forever. And you know what's crazy is with Travis Scott, like I love his music, but I don't listen to it that much. I don't really listen yeah. to a lot of music, to be honest with you. I don't yeah. listen to it that much. I would love to just meet him though, because yeah. He's Travis Scott. He did something great and he seems like a cool dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's, it's, I'm really hoping that I want to prove that to myself this year though. I can't just say it now on this podcast, you know, I got to go and prove it. And, and for me, you know, for me, the proof is going to be in the impact that I make, but it's also going to be, honestly, it's going to be in the money. I mean, yeah. I'm a businessman and you are too. 
Yeah. And so I could talk that talk and we could talk that talk and get views and streams and all that. I said, but the way I look at things, we could talk about how great Russell Westbrook is. James Harden. They ain't won a championship. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they never won a championship. Mm-hmm. And I just look at things like that. You know, I'm not a big football baseball guy, so I kind of only gravitate to the basketball examples. But Giannis, too, back-to-back MVP, still hasn't won a championship. He might yeah. not. So yeah. that's the way I look at stuff. We could talk about how great they are, but there's a certain level of expectations that I have on myself. Yeah. You know, and 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 I and I and I honestly just feel like I love con- <clears throat> I love concepts and learning about life, but I also like to prove things. I, and and yeah. I'm also the type of guy where you can't tell me something unless I do it myself. Like you could tell me, like, don't do this thing. Like somebody was just telling me a bunch of people don't time the stock market. If you want to invest in the stock, don't try to time the market. Don't play stock yeah. options. Don't do all that. Right. Yeah. I read it in books. I fucking did it anyway. I put 150 yeah. bucks. I said, I know y'all said it, but I need to see it. Yeah. I fucking lost all my money. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I just proved it. Now I'm not going to get it. So yeah, what, what's your stance on that? I mean, the concept of just like, you know, I want to hear about what you think about your expectations of yourself. And also the idea of seeing it and doing it before you believe it. Uh, picking and choosing. Definitely. Um, picking and choosing when and um, why. Ooh. Uh, if somebody that's, that's involved into the thing, and, they, and I know for sure, and I trust their ability inside that, that topic or that, that genre of whatever it is, then I'll definitely trust what, they, what they're telling me if I, if I believe in what they're saying. But um, some things I just that where people are haven't been involved in that thing and they try to suggest things like that, then those that's where I'm like, uh, I'd, I'd rather try it myself before I assume that just like I would say, I w- want to connect it to meeting people. Yeah. Right. Um, it's people that, that met people that I haven't met, but I don't want to judge anybody before I meet them because it's my perception of, of them when I first meet them or, um, just what I see, you know what I'm saying? I, I like to see it for myself, for a lot of things, especially with meeting people, but um, with topics and things that I'm starting to invest money into, if they are involved in it and they have a good track record with it and I know about that track record, then I'm definitely going to, I would definitely trust about 85% of what they say and, and use my own judgment to do what I wanted to do with it. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, there's that level of like, <clears throat> like there's that level of if you have like a mentor, mm-hmm. something, you know, um, I think it's interesting because there, that's, it's not just black and white. I mean, it depends on certain things. Like if one of my, if a mentor of mine tells me, you know, don't try this thing and it wasn't something I even wanted to try anyway, I'm not going to try it. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, it's like, all right, like. But, you know, and I, and I, and I get on the phone with people all the time, producers, rappers, uh, whoever, and we're spitballing ideas back and forth to each other. And, you know, if I say an idea that they don't want to do, they won't do it. If they tell me an idea, I know this will work, but I'm like, Oh, I don't think it will. I'm not going to try it. You know what I mean? If I, if I don't see some kind of a potential, do you, do you feel like you get, uh, 
do you ever get like distracted with, Oh, this could be a good opportunity. I'm going to go after it. I mean, how do you feel about that? Cause you're an entrepreneur um, and you want to win. Yeah. Um, I, I think it goes back to picking and choosing, uh, specifically with my art, mm-hmm. uh, meaning things like video, uh, designing things like that. I'm always more than likely 95% going to trust my vision because it's my art. You know what I'm saying? And everybody has the the opportunity to put out their own art. Um, with business, it's a little bit different. Um, it's kind of, you know, that feeling though, you, when you meet with somebody, the, the, uh, the keys, I guess, to those things and trying to help you out, you, you know, the feeling like, you could tell how organic and um, how much Gary V wanted to help you off of his content. And you could just feel it. You never met him. You, it, it always takes you for you to try something he says. And once you try it and it works, he's like, oh, yeah, he's definitely giving out the, the right keys. And it's kind of that process of just, just knowing it, feeling it deep down inside and, and trusting, just trusting it and just going with it. I mean, and with that, like, that's an interesting thing to even say, because meeting with certain people or, you know, getting an advertisement popping up on your screen or whatever it is, you know, when somebody is trying to, man, you can, you really can't, you're right. Like you could really just tell, like if somebody's trying to sell you on something and a lot of the time I've noticed that it's not really things like, it's not people who have bad intentions at all. It's not that it's not like they're evil or they're sometimes there is, but most of the people I've experienced, it's not that it's more of you really don't have something that's going to deliver for me. You might believe it does, but you don't. And I can tell you don't, you care more about your profit margins, right. Than you do about, um, bringing value to me. Yeah, right. Exactly. And Gary V is a fantastic example because he, he, bro, you look at the impact he had on me, you and millions of other people. And it's like, I've bought one book from him, two books. I've probably spent $40 with him total. I mean, it's like nothing, like ridiculously little amounts, yeah. but he changed my life. He shaped the way I, I live life. I mean, he shaped exactly. who I am as a human. And, uh, exactly. but, and then that, that's why you look at a Gary Vee and you go, yeah, he's real because he didn't, yeah. he didn't, he's not, he never, even though he didn't ask for any money. No. He didn't ask for you to sign up for his email list. He didn't oh. ask for you to do anything. He gave, he's literally giving you every single piece of knowledge that he has in his mind for free. Right. For free. I'm sure it's something that he hasn't told that he probably just keeps to himself just because he's that winner and he wants to win. Yeah. But like he said, you can go to his seminars and 99% of the people there are going to just be listening to the, to the information and not use it. And that 1% is going to use it, but half of that 1% is actually going to implement it consistently. Mm. So no matter whether it's paid or free, people still don't utilize the information. Mm. Oh man. But yeah, but for people that that do utilize inform, yeah, for for the people that do util, utilize information, those are the people that's fighting to be great. You know what I'm saying? And that's when it comes down to heart. That's when it comes down to 
how much are you going to put in? Yeah. Well, and that's, I'm so glad you brought that up. I mean, so like last year, my whole brand and my dialogue was very, I'm trying to help you. That mm-hmm. was my dialogue. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, dude, I learned that the, the most difficult thing about being a leader, in my opinion, it could be for my opinion for me, my mm-hmm. biggest challenge of being a leader is getting people to do things. Yeah. The job of being a leader. That is hard for me. You know, empathy was a challenge. I got over it. Self-awareness, honestly, has really not been a challenge for me. I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty self-aware. Yeah. Getting people to do things that you know will help them, but they don't want to do it. That's the hardest thing for me. That was my whole brand last year. And it got way too fucking tiring. And that's yeah. one of the other reasons I pivoted. I said, I can't yeah. do this because I'm telling people what to do and they're not fucking doing it. And it's pissing me off too much. And that's why I'm focused more on just, I'm just going to do my music. I'm going to put out my inspirational messages and there's no obligations for other people to perform for themselves. Cause that, but it's still that sense of leadership from a distance. I almost think I'm yeah. going to be a better leader now anyways. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that? Like, where's your stance on that? Um, just being a leader of, I've in sports, I always had to, I wouldn't say always, but I I was more than likely taking the back road just because I I'll admit it being self-aware that I wasn't the best on every, on any team Mm -hmm. that I ever played on. I wasn't best. Um, but I think, uh, just being a leader is, I lead by I like to lead by example. I, I don't think I could talk too much um and get people to actually do. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody in some way is getting taught by somebody by their mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's somebody out there that's saying, you need to do this, you need to do this this certain way because blase blase. <laughs> um but <laughs> but it's different to see somebody actually do it right. and then tell you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if I told you, Oh man, you need to, um, let's use TikTok since that's how we met. Um, you need to post on TikTok twice a day to, to get 10 followers and not on 10,000 followers and haven't been posting twice a day. You're not going to believe that because right. if it was that simple, why why aren't i'm doing it you know what i'm saying so i think it's more of getting to ten thousand followers by posting twice a day and being like oh man this is helping for sure this is how i got here and that's how a great leader i think that's how great leaders work you know what i'm saying like kobe kobe wasn't telling people oh man you need to be in the gym at 5 a.m and him not being there himself you know what I'm saying? So I think that's the best way to lead. Yeah, I agree with that. No doubt. I totally agree with that. Well, we're we're going to wrap it up now because I think we've gotten a great conversation. And uh, yeah. this is fantastic, man. Tell people where they can find you on, on any channel that you want them to go to. Okay. You can follow me um, on Instagram at justin.dsun. Justin. I'm sure everybody knows how to spell Justin. With an I dot D-S-O-N. And uh, TikTok is the same. And uh, I, you can find all my other stuff in my links and my bios and things like that. But 
definitely follow me on Instagram and TikTok. That's where I'm the most active. Yeah. So Justin.D-E-S-O-N. And then I'm also yeah. going to put the links down below for both okay. his TikTok. Oh, I'll try to do the TikTok. I always have tr- trouble with the – no, I, I can figure it out, though. I can do it. I always have trouble okay. with the TikTok on the desktop. But yeah. I got it. So Justin.Dson. Uh, guys, I would say, honestly – the biggest thing I love about Justin's content, it just looks fucking great and it's inspirational. <laughs> I mean, it looks really Appreciate good it. and it's very inspirational and yeah, it's just, it's fire. It's, it's yeah. very good content. I don't know how else to put it. It's perfect. I mean, yeah. Creating that, creating that next wave, man. That's, that's the whole thing. That's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to um, just show people that there, there's another there's another view. There's another outlook. You know what I'm saying? There's another way to look at life. And, and that's why my whole brand is just, just living in an, an alternate universe. Yeah. I love that. It's different. It's different than this, this world we live in. You know what I'm saying? Right. This universe we live in. My universe, everybody has their own universe. And it's in between these ears. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's right here. This is your universe. And I just live in a different one. You know what I'm saying? And I just try to create what I can in my world. Mm-hmm. So if you love stuff like that, definitely follow me. We'll get along. Yeah. So, so go follow him, Justin. It was a pleasure to have you. Um, thank you so much. And guys, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast so that every day when the episodes come out, it's going to pop up right on your phone. You won't miss it. It's every day, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, every day. Uh, the goal is 366 days in a row. This is 264. So we almost there we close uh yeah so we close so guys appreciate you so much and uh justin we'll talk again soon